Revelation chapter 3, the last two verses. To him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Praise God. Lord bless you, you may be seated. I'm aware tonight that it's very dangerous to get up in a meeting like this and be unprepared. And um, I guess I'm in a dangerous position tonight. But I hope I'm among friends. Praise God. And uh, I tried to find something else to preach, but this is all I could come up with. Very simple. Very simple subject. And I'm preaching tonight on a subject. We shall we shall overcome. Praise God. Brother John the Revelator, as he began to write concerning these seven churches of Asia Minor, and I suppose that all of these seven church ages are indicative of a continuous cycle. I suppose you could find all of these conditions at one time or another in almost every church. But John seven times wrote, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Seven times he made mention of that to each one of these churches. To each one of these churches he had a promise to them, He that overcometh, and he began to explain what they would receive if they overcame. Praise God. Praise God. Knowing tonight that we are living in such a prevalent hour when Laodiceanism is prevalent. Seems to be the great conquering force in this generation. The don't care spirit. The don't care attitude. Amen. And uh, if you will check these churches I don't know how you have found it, but you will find that in all of these churches, the most difficult spirit to conquer is the Laodicean spirit. Because you cannot always put your hands on just exactly where it is. Hallelujah. If a man is preaching a doctrine, then you know where he stands. And if he has sin in his life, you know where he stands. But many times the lukewarm, you don't know where they're standing. Because they might be standing one place one day and another place the next day. But John said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. I'm convinced tonight that we ever needed to hear from the Spirit of God. It's in the hour that we live. Amen. We need to hear from the voice of God. I'm not up here tonight just to be an echo, but I believe that God's got ministries today. That are not echoes, but voices in this land of sin age. Praise God that's got the anointing of the Holy Ghost to preach it just exactly like it is. Praise God. I'm aware tonight that there are many things that we must combat. There are forces in this generation that we must fight against. But I'm also convinced of another thing that we shall overcome by and by. It may look like that victory's a long ways away, but it'll come by and by after a while. Praise God. I thought of Brother Gilmer preached this morning. Got something going through that dark hour. Time to tell you there's a morning coming. I said there's a morning coming. I said there's a morning coming. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. We're living in a very troubled day. I thank God tonight for the victory. That's in the name of the Lord. I was down here in West Palm Beach only a few weeks ago. 
and I was turning the corner up here. I saw a bumper sticker on the back of an automobile. And of course, knowing that just a few blocks away is a huge apartment houses filled with uh, Jewish people, it was not a, it was kind of a, a novelty, but yet it struck me so firmly and strong. Little bumper sticker on the back of a car said that Israel must live. Praise God. And I, you know, you've got to hand it to that little old long-known Jew. They've been knocked around and stomped down and almost annihilated. But there's something that just keeps them roaring back in spite of the circumstances, in spite of the situation, in spite of almost being annihilated. They still come roaring back just to say, I'm going to tell you tonight that we are spiritual Israel tonight. I've got news for the devil. He may knock us down, but he'll never knock us out. Praise God. I said he may knock us down, but he'll never knock us out. For if God said live, we shall live. I said if God said live, we shall live. Hallelujah. I know, I know there's trouble on every side. And uh, Paul said he was troubled. Amen. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Perplexed, but not in despair. Trouble on every side. Yet not in this, not distressed. I know there's trouble everywhere. There's no place you can look that there is no trouble. I'm going to tell you at the same time, there's some people that's got a positive goal in mind. And that's the holy city of the everlasting king of kings and lord of lords. I don't know how you feel about your experience tonight, but I feel like fighting a good fight of faith. I said, I feel like fighting a good fight of faith. I said, I feel like fighting the good fight of faith. Somebody is always agitating and getting you mad, praise God. Amen. Because there's a there's a cause at stake tonight. Amen. I'm not here preaching apostolic ministers' fellowship or any other kind of fellowship. I'm gonna tell you there's a cause we're fighting for tonight. Praise God. But there's not very many places where you can feel the liberty of the Holy Ghost in these last days. I thank God for the apostolic ministers' fellowship. Where you can feel the liberty and the moving of the Holy Ghost and know what you feel that on the inside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Y'all better pray for me. Hallelujah. Hey. Hey. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, you can say what you want to. But every apostolic preacher, if you're called of God, you're a marked man. You're marked for death. Amen. Now, there's a tremendous bounty on your head tonight. And the devil will pay any price to get your neck. Amen. But I've got news for the devil. Hallelujah to God. There's not gonna, there's gonna be somebody. Praise God is not gonna give up and compromise. But they believe for a price tag. I know we're living in a day of compromise, but there's somebody that's not going to compromise. I know there's a lot of people that don't care, but thank God there is somebody that does care. Hallelujah. We shall overcome. Hallelujah. Mr. General MacArthur said that in war, there is no substitute for victory. Amen. And you know, we have been introduced in Pentecost the last few years concerning a third dimension of victory that the Bible don't know anything about. Amen. You know, a lot of Pentecost
people these days. They're satisfied with the draw decision. Amen. They didn't win, but the other side didn't win either. It was not a win and lose situation, but it was a draw decision. And whenever there's a draw decision, you get lost out, friend. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, I'm not losing any ground. No, but you're not gaining any either. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe the Bible teaches us that we've got to make a difference between the clean and the unclean. There's got to be a separation between us and the world. I said there's got to be a separation between us and the world. Some of the brethren tonight. Come on, come on, come on. And it put in me what I am. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey. I'll read you another scripture tonight. Tell them. Good church. Y'all don't mind if I preach like I feel like. Oh, Oh, we know is we ain't gonna bow. Hallelujah, God. 
we ain't gonna bow. I said we ain't gonna bow. I said we ain't gonna bow. Hallelujah. You're with me, aren't you? Hallelujah. Amen. I'm gonna tell you something, something. You better watch how you touch God's preachers and God's saints. That's too hot for you to handle, honey. Amen. When the fellas that throw them three Hebrew boys in there, they got killed. Amen. But you know what God did before we put him in the furnace? Wrapped him up in a Holy Ghost asbestos suit. Hallelujah. And walked around the midst of that fire. Hallelujah to God. Amen. The Bible lets me know that all things work together for the good of them that I be told. According to his purpose. I'm going to tell you tonight, I feel the purpose of the Holy Ghost in this place. I said, I feel the purpose of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And we shall overcome.
I'll tell you what. I just had your talent. Man, I'll put you in the classiest nightclub playing drums you've ever seen. You're a nice fellow. And I'm telling you, you're one of the nice looking fellows I've ever seen in my life. Hallelujah. But that booger man is a liar from the beginning. You hear me? And Jesus, when he met the prince and the powers of the air, he said, Devil, it is a written. It is written. And I'm going to tell you tonight, I thank God for an experience that it can take my finger to the chapter and the verse. Let's say, Devil, look at that Acts 38. That's exactly what I got. And I'm not going to let it go. state of Indiana in a certain church and a certain preacher has gone hog wild over charismatics, which is shiftless. Hallelujah. Amen. They had a bunch of hippies coming out the altar. Supposed to be talking in tongues. Hallelujah. And my dad told me that a professor came from the college to hear it out. Told that preacher, said, I had never come back here. So, man, why not? Said, did you just see the mind, mind of move of the spirit? Those hippies, those young people talking in tongues. He said, man, but you didn't know what they're saying. He said, I know other languages. He said, they're cussing God in foreign languages. Hallelujah. And here's some of our ignorant Pentecost preachers standing around saying, oh, isn't that marvelous? Amen. I'm beginning to wonder if it's that same spirit ain't got a hold of them. There's a certain sound to the tongues of heaven. Hallelujah. And when you get the Holy Ghost, we're preaching. You come out of the world and leave the world alone. For the Bible says when the spirit of truth is come, it will guide you into all truth. You know, that's a devil. Getting some of these preachers wrapped up in that mess. Out down preaching Baton Rouge. Got a little brochure for the mail. I don't mind calling names. What makes me so mad is they originated in Indianapolis. Can you imagine David Mufford? You know the Mufford's. David Mufford just passed Sunday. You know who preached in his pulpit? C.M. Ward. C.M. Ward. You know who he is. He's a big assembly God false prophet. Hallelujah. And can you imagine anybody be having a Jesus name background? Have a little assembly of God preacher. My God. Hallelujah. If he was like he ought to be, he said, Lord, you couldn't get your big toe on my platform. Not at all. Preach that ungodliness that you got to preach. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, there's many people that are losing what God given in the beginning. I'm going to tell you, I refuse to let go of that which God gave us. I said, I refuse to let go of that which God gave unto us. I'm going to tell you something. If you can't 
survive this spirit of Laodicea. You know what God told that church in Laodicea? He said, boys, you know what I got a special spot for you. Yes, sir. Overcome, that's laying the sin spirit. Said, boys, I'm gonna let you sit right smack up there with me in my life. That makes me want to be an overcoming more than Hallelujah to God. You know what? We're living in a day. We hear a lot of preaching about faith. And I believe it. Amen. You know something? Well, sometimes, I don't know how much faith you got. You ain't going to get deliverance from it. The one thing you ain't going to get delivered from is your friends. I don't care how much faith you got. You're dying, friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. 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 Ye
Somebody said, I come to hear what you got to say, and I'm fixing to fill you up. Hallelujah. And you can't find your sermon in a sermon book. What are you going to do, you little lacy britches out there? When you can't ride home to Dr. So and so, or back home to the school you come out of. Hallelujah. I preached something like that. I don't know if y'all got time to hear it. Say what you want to. Pentecost ain't producing preachers like they used to produce them. They're producing promoters. Y'all just well stay with me now. Amen. 
until they don't. My God, somebody, somebody said, don't preach your convictions. There ain't nothing else to preach but your convictions. <laughs> if you're not convicted of it, you ain't got no business preaching it to start with. Can you imagine where we'd be at tonight? Some of our old timers said, well now, brother Trinity man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh God, you all pray for me tonight. I am. I'm just waiting here a minute. Look out! Oh, yeah. Hurley's there. We've got more spirits to fight these days. And Carter's got little living for them. But I got news for you, devil. The captain of my salvation told me that he overcame. And if he overcame, I can overcome. Because he said, I'm going to give you a portion of my spirit. Hallelujah. And you know what I'm doing tonight? Just playing follow the leader. I said, I'm just following the leader. Don't get mad at me if we rebuke false prophets. That's what Jesus did. Somebody said, keep a good spirit. How can you keep a good spirit? Brushing up a false prophet. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said, Jesus was the meekest man at all. He sure was. He was one of the meanest men in all the world, too, when he got stirred up. Hallelujah. It all depends on what you want to preach. You know, if you want to compromise and match, you can talk about Jesus sitting on the well, talking to harlot. Amen. But in the next breath, he rebuked every Pharisee coming in and going. How many tell you tonight we need men, bless God, that can stand in the gap and make up the preacher and preach this gospel just exactly like it is.
I feel like fighting. I said, I feel like fighting. Roll down the road sometime back. Drive along the South Line. Talking to God. I got to thinking. I thought, you know, sometimes the worst thing you can do is thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to figure things out, but I didn't quit. I said, what will be, will be. Forget it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Driving down the road, I thought, well, God, what future have I got? Why didn't I get a legitimate job? What they call legitimate. Have you really, I don't care whether you believe or not. God called me to preach when I was 13. He didn't start talking less till I was 16. And then for some reason, no cockeyed outfit come up and say, Well, Jesus, I'm excited. Hallelujah. I said, God, why wasn't I contractor? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have just kept on passing papers. Sometimes I feel like going back, give me a bicycle and find for a job to shove them in the news office and say, You need anybody help? Hallelujah. Well, I thought, Well, God, it looks like the apostolic ministry is being pushed further and further and further in the corner. What are we going to do? What, what, what are we going to do if the Lord tears for you? I said, God, I'm in it. I said, Lord, I'd rather see my, my two girls in the sod. And to think there'll ever be a day that they'll ever have to be identified with that land of sin church. Y'all hear me? Lord got the scripture in my heart and he said the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far even as many as the Lord promised and as long as there's still a church in the earth there's going to be some place that's got the real thing it may be one or two in Texas or four in Louisiana. It might be one in West Palm Beach. It might be one on the East Coast. It might be one on the West Coast. But somewhere there's going to be a group of people that's holding tenaciously like that boy held that book to the original apostolic message. I'm saying I know you know I am. I've got to quit tonight. I've told this story many times, and I said I'd go through it tonight again with such deep reverence. But as long as I, as I live, I never forget a little woman in the city of Indianapolis. And there's people here tonight that knew her longer than I did. And there was a little woman in that city who's gone on to meet a reward now. Her last name was Chance. Hallelujah. She died when she's only, I think, some in the middle 50s, early 60s. She looked like an old woman when she died. But I don't know when the disease started. But she got crippling arthritis. 
and her hands started to draw again. And her ankles turned over until she walked on the side of her feet like this. And they told me the story. People would promise to come by and get her. But when she was able to walk, she started out Christian Tabernacle at 28th and Shirley Drive and turned it on so that if they had forgotten her, that she still had power. So she got to church. She always sit on the right side of the old church, about the second or third row back. I can see her now. Somebody says it's testimony time. Put her elbows on the seat in front of her. Told myself that. Say, I've got more to thank God for than anybody. Oh, no, she would. You'd have to wait on her to worship God. She was so glad to be there, and then she'd come in the back door. I saw her get so weak that she couldn't walk no more, and they brought her to the church in a wheelchair. And they wheeled her in, she worshiped God all the way to the back. She got almost bedfast. I went by to see her one day when we stayed over on Massachusetts Avenue. And I saw her sitting in her house, all drawn over in a wheelchair, with her hands like this. And with a ruler in her hand, foot long, flies in the house, and she, she couldn't even crawl away from it. It was a red light to make her head itch. I seen her take a ruler and just. Hands all swell and distracted. And your body encouraged me. I said, Sit the chance, how you feeling? Well, Cassie, how's, how's the new church coming along? I broke the conversation down back to us. I said, Sit chance, how you feeling? Oh, Fenton, say, how's Sister So and so doing in the church? Finally, she had a heart attack and they rushed her to the hospital, General Hospital. It was not the finest place to be in Atlas. Especially the old part. Well, I'll never forget it. They pushed her off of her and nothing to do for her to die. Little old cubicle there, just cleaning up a slip of bed in there. Paint peeling off the ceiling, filth in the window sill, filth on the floor, just shoving in to die. And I went in there and she was in such pain and such. Confusion, she thought they was trying to poison in the water. I, she wouldn't even take a sip of water until I sipped it first. I guess she thought if I didn't die, she would be. And I'd take a sip of water through that straw. And I'd put it to the parts lips and I'd be on the side. And I saw her try to wet her lips and drink that water. I didn't know what was wrong with her. They knew she was sick, but every time they come in, she'd start talking and something. They didn't know what she was saying. Shoved off to die. And no count as far as society was concerned. And I was with her just a few hours before she died. Left the hospital. Went to church at nine priests. To her, as far as she was concerned, to that hospital, she was nothing. But when I was standing beside that dying woman's bed, I never felt so much power and glory in my life. You know what I felt? That's too that I'll never forget it. It looked like to me a God reaching down and taking a precious jewel and polishing it up and saying it's almost time now to be a rest. Hallelujah.
once she died, she was an overcomer. I'm fixing the clothes. I'm the others. You know, I saw day after day. That's what life is. Someday, I'll lay it all down. I'll pick up a robe. Well, God, if I die, Lord, let me say, as the late Robert F. Tobin said, I've made the first resurrection. And the Bible said, Blessed and holy is he that hath died in that first resurrection. Over whom the second death hath no power. But it's day after day. It's Sunday. I said, Sunday. We're going to lay it all down. I'm going to pick up and go. And we're going to bid this whole world to do. When the day by day journey is through. Day after day. That's what life is. But someday I'm going to overcome. Because I'm going to lay it all down. I'm going to pick up a rope. Hallelujah. I feel like it ain't very far away, saints. I said, I feel like it ain't very far away. Stay with me and help me sing this song. Sing it for me. Hallelujah. I never want to be an overcomer here tonight. I said, I never want to be an overcomer here. I said, how many want to be an overcomer? Lord, I'm not I'm not striving altogether to see the beauties of heaven. One fellow said one time, I don't care if the streets is blacktop. I want to see Jesus. I said, I want to see Jesus. The one that died for me. Loved me so much. He died for me. Sing it for me, brother. Let day after day. Let day after day. Let day after day. That's what my life is. Well, it lives, work and play. That's what life is. But someday I'll lay it all down. Oh, someday we'll lay it all down. Our golden crown will get this old world to do when our days are days. Now life has no hope of its own. But I'm here today and then I'm gone. Yesterday lies in the past. And only the good things will last. Now Christ makes a difference in life. Whether we live or die. He takes the fears. All away. And he makes my future look bright. Oh, Christ makes a difference in life. Oh, Christ will make the difference in your life. Whether you live or die, he takes 
our future looks beyond. And it's day after day, sing it with us. That's what my life is. And it lives.